back again. Oh, yeah. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Super Review Show's Mixed Bag, coming to you live from the Jake Cave once again on this Wednesday night. I am joined by my good man, Bill Murphy. What's up, guys? How's everyone doing tonight? Hopefully you're enjoying your evening. Uh, tonight's topic on the Super Review Show, I'm going to let Bill do all the talking on this one. He has got, this is a good topic for it tonight. Let's see what we and got, I, Bill. I got to admit, I never thought of this before until JT talked about it. Tonight's theme, movies that deserve a sequel. Pretty good topic. We all know those movies that when they have a sequel, it's like, oh, seriously, how many Star Wars movies do they have to make? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How many, I don't know, give me another franchise. How many Marvel films do they have to make? How many Marvel films do they have to make? But some, you're like, I wonder what would happen afterwards. How many How many DC films can they make that are successful? <laughs> I wonder um, what would happen. At, I wonder what happened after, after that. You know, I wonder, you know, the sequels. Oh, yeah. So... Tonight's topic is films that deserve a sequel. Bill and I are ready to discuss this. I have my four picked out. Bill has three. He's going to go off on all of them. But, uh, Bill, do you want to start or do you want me to start? Well, why don't you start? Because uh, I don't think I have my list all put together yet. But go okay. on. I will start right now on here on the Superview Show's Mixed Bag, coming to you live as always. Um, tonight's – so, as I said, the topic tonight is – Films that deserve a sequel. The very first movie, and I'm glad I came up with this topic because there are so many, there's actually a good amount of films that I believe deserve a sequel. The first one being The Man from Uncle in 2015. Hear me out for a second, everyone. The Man from Uncle was a film that I, I, I was I, very unfortunate. I did not see in theaters. I wanted to so bad, and for some reason, I missed it. What this film is about, it's a live action uh, remake or reboot in a sense of the 1960s TV show, The Man from Uncle, where I'll fit in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Man from Uncle is a TV show. Well, what was a TV show in the 60s? Um, it took taking place during the Cold War, where Napoleon Solo, who's an American super agent, and um, he has to. He basically, it's where you, the United States and Russia, have to team up to uh, stop another enemy that could destroy both the United States and the Soviet Union. This movie, the dynamic between these two actors, Henry Cavill and Army Hammer, was amazing. This film came out in 2015. And I'm telling you, YouTube, I'm telling you guys the honest truth. And I always will be honest with my viewers. This movie was criminally underrated at the box office. It needed to have a sequel. And there was talk of a sequel, plus the film at the very end, they set it up to be a sequel. Um, and it's it, the two, can't, the, I can't go on enough about this movie. The chemistry between Army Hammer and Henry Cavill was amazing. These two actors did such a great job like playing off each other. Like Army Hammer is the Soviet agent. And Henry Cavill's the um, the U.S. agent, and honestly, it's it was an amazing movie. I just wish it got more love at the box office, where like it didn't make that much money at the box of the worldwide box office, which is very unfortunate. But it made enough money to at least make them consider getting a sequel going because the film itself 
was that good. Guy Ritchie, the director, did such an amazing job. Bill, I'm going off on a bit of a tangent here, but do you have, have you seen The Man from Uncle? I have not seen The Man from Uncle. Okay. Well, I'm glad I brought this up then because this movie was honestly, I because I believe it, I, this is, this may sound pathetic, but I rented it on TV back in 2015 or 16 because I saw the coming attractions. They went to Comic Con for it and all this stuff. And I'm saying to myself, you know what? This is like a great movie. It was like literally a James Bond ripoff in a sense. It's like there's so many other spy elements to it, like with like, like there's certain gadgets they have and there's certain um, uh, to- different types of um, like uh, uh, weapons they have. The fact that Henry, like, and but I, have, I cannot emphasize this enough the chemistry on screen between these two actors was phenomenal henry cavill's a great actor and army hammer's a great actor but the two of them together playing these two characters of solo and um i'm forgetting the russian character's name but like it was a great movie i don't understand why it it, it did okay at the box office but i really wish that they had to have a sequel for this coming soon it was like a, a phenomenal summer flick and it just got overlooked by a lot of stuff in my opinion but bill this is does this interest you at all? Like, I know you didn't see it. But did, did it interest you at all? Like, but what, by what I'm telling I give it a watch. Okay, because like, like I said, it's it's it takes place in the '60s, and it's like, as I said, it's, it's with the United States and Russia, um, teaming up during the Cold War, like during the Cuban Missile Crisis, to stop another threat that could destroy them both. It's a pretty interesting premise at the same time. And I should point out to you guys too, I have looked up the TV uh, the TV show. I haven't watched the TV show from the 60s, but the TV show from the 60s did last four seasons. So there was enough material to go off of. Um, and the cars and the, the girls were great. You know, it was honest, I loved it. I really loved this movie a lot. And it sucks that it's not like they, I, I really hope that they make a sequel to this because this, this, fran- this would be a great like, a fantastic run of films, to be honest with you. It could be the next Mission Impossible or Kingsman. It could I mean, be. I really think oh, you're so. Telling me this sounds really interesting. Yeah, and I, I, I love it so much. I actually, have a, I have a re- original theatrical poster of it in my room. I know, I've seen it. I know it's, damn it, <laughs> it's a great. I love it though. It's a great movie. I really recommend. It for the, so, if you haven't even checked out The Man from Uncle, I highly recommend you check out The Man from Uncle. Because, like I said, the chemistry between the two actors was great. The premise is still kind of like a really cool premise. While it's like the '60s, they're spy. Fi- it's a spy film, you know. Like, um, it's just oh, I, I can't emphasize this movie enough. This film deserves a sequel as soon as possible. Because these two actors did nail it, and the director Guy Ritchie did such a great job. I think he also directed Sherlock Holmes, if I'm not mistaken. Guy Ritchie, I'm pretty sure he did. Um, but yeah, that's my first pick, The Man from Uncle. Overall, great, fun summer flick from 2015. Bill, should I go on, or do you want to go to your next, your first pick? Go, go right on. All right, well, listen, everyone. My, my next pick has sparked some interest for most people at Marvel Studios. Hmm. Ever since this movie came out, the initial film I thought was, I thought the film was great. But All right, let's hear it. The Incredible Hulk. Huh. I would love to see another Hulk movie. Because this is actually of- one of the few MCU movies I have not seen. But, okay. Um- yeah. And just to clarify, everyone, the Mark Ruffalo Hulk is the Edward Norton Hulk. They just switched actors. They just switched actors. That's all they did. Then look, 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 see, this is proof. 
Marvel, the Incredible Hulk is a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. A lot of, a lot of people are like, oh, that, that Hulk movie doesn't exist, like, whatever. Like, no, this movie I thought was great. Um, the, the whole premise between, behind Bruce Banner and William Hurt coming back as General Ross kind of, like, confirmed that later on, you know what I mean? But, like, I got to say, The Incredible Hulk, it was a great early MCU film. Why has have why have Marvel not put on their docket for phase four or five at this point another Hulk film? I mean, we kind of got that. I'm coming to you, Bill. I promise. We kind of got that with Thor Ragnarok, like with a Planet Hulk type element stuff. But I would love to see another Hulk film. Bill, share your love for the Hulk with me. <laughs> what do you got? Well, here's the reason why they haven't made another Hulk movie because there's some Tell me. Like, rights issues. Okay. Because the Hulk is still technically owned by Universal. Oh, I didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't know that. I don't know the whole thing. Um, where's Justin when we need him? Um, yeah, you're not kidding. <laughs> but um, what's going on? But what happened was um, I think even the rest of the MCU is owned by the mouse, Disney. But yes. I think it has something to do with Universal. Like, they can put him in they could put him in what you call in like ensemble films or having like like how he was in thor ragnarok but if there was going to be a solo hulk movie it would have to be made by universal interesting okay i i was not aware of that until you just said I that. that think that's of... you know what i'm going to double check that yeah fact check with bill um yeah but another thing that i will say that i about the incredible hulk movie Mm -hmm. And I said this before, back when we did our MCU rankings. Yeah. Is that this was the movie, the show, because at the end, they had RDJ make his cameo. Yep, that's right. And and that was the... And because if you remember at the end of Iron Man, when, um, when whatchamacallit, when Nick Fury... When Nick Fury um, come comes in, and he and he tells Tony Stark, aka Iron Man, "Hey, I want you. Know, hey, I'm putting together a team. Are you in?" He's of course talking about the Avengers. Of course. But that was kind of like, oh, they're flirting with it. Maybe they'll do it. Maybe they won't. And then when they and then when RDJ shows up at the end of um, Incredible Hulk, that basically confirmed. But remember that thing we were sort of teasing in the last film? Guess what? We're doing it. Yeah, that was that was a brilliant move, and look how well it paid off for them financially and critically and okay. everything. So I'm I'm looking up right now. Marvel can't make a Hulk film because. The movie's rights are a big influence on Marvel made. It only because Marvel wasn't able to wrangle. Okay, I'm just, uh, okay. Um, okay. I'm, I'm sorry, folks. Give me one second. Um, no worries. This is going to be random facts with Bill in a little bit, but. <laughs> incredible Hulk was first floor with University. Universal bought having the movie rights. Yeah. Okay. Um. A film, Ang Lee's in 2003, which had mixed reaction to a muted sequel development period, and the rights revert to Marvel just as the studio was setting up the MCU. However, um, 
other reacquisitions, the the character gets the character back outright. Okay, the the universal has a clause which was I think they still distribute the films. Okay, so they're they're like like they're the automatic distributor for the film. Yeah, they are the they are the automatic distributor. Um is one of the reasons why Marvel's most uncontrollable Avenger is the only core member who hasn't been recast in his solo debut, and he's the only character so far whose movies distributed by Of course, half of the Marvels have been distributed by Paramount, but that ended with Iron Man 3 after Disney bought the distribution rights. Okay, so from what I'm getting right now, Universal owns the distribution rights to the Hulk. Okay. So if they were to make a seat, they can't make a... This is why we are not going to see a sequel in the MCU, because I think somewhere around the way with the Hulk, I think Marvel had the rights for a little bit. This is from what I'm gathering. Okay. Marvel had the rights for a bit, but then the rights reverted back to Universal. Mm, okay. Interesting. I didn't, so, I didn't know that. I thought that Marvel had the rights to him. That's why. So there's a clause in the contract that maybe he could be in ensemble films or make appearances like he did in Thor Ragnarok, but they can't make any more solo Hulk films. Okay. All right. I wasn't, I wasn't sure. I actually, I, I, I find out stuff every day. And I'm glad that I was able to find this out because what has this been? This has been, it's been random facts with Bill. Random facts with Bill. Yeah. Now we're cooking. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I chose this moment because I, I really like that last Hulk movie we had. I thought it was fantastic. I, like I said, I, I thought it was great. Um, and it set up and Nick Fury was in it. So was Iron Man. And lo and behold, we went from there. But we haven't seen one. I would love to see him again on the screen as a solo film, like whether it be like a, different iteration some story i'm not sure yet but i'd love to love to see another hulk movie sometime soon um bill are you ready for my next pick yeah let's hear it all right we're, we're going to roll tonight here we go we're on a roll real steel the boxing robot boxing movie i think i've heard of this but i don't think i've ever seen it okay bear with me real steel was a movie that came out in 2011 I remember, you know, it starred one of my big time actors I love to death, Hugh Jackman. He's great. Um, this movie was about like robot boxers, almost in a sense. Like, I remember I thought, seeing the trailer of this. Yeah, me too, me too. But I, I remember thinking to myself, man, what are they going to do about a sequel to this? They got to think of something about this. They got to do something about this. This would be great. Um, I thought the film had a great premise. How like the, this Hugh Jackman plays this like uh, mechanic slash builder guy, and he basically battles he boxes with robots. It's like in the not too distant future kind of thing. It's one of the only few, it's one of the only films that I can think of off the top of my head that DreamWorks made a live action movie of. Um, one of the only ones I could think of that that they did. Um, but I love this movie. I thought this was a fun like fun hearted movie. I mean, some people have been asking about it for a little while now they're like oh why why haven't we had to see how haven't we seen a real steel movie a sequel i honestly cannot 
definitively say why we haven't. All I'm saying is that I think the potential is there for like a new robot boxer that comes along that could like take on this current champion kind of thing. Like it's kind of like Rocky with robot boxers, basically like this underdog guy, but like they, it's the biggest thing in the world. It's kind of like the, the way that football is big in the United States and soccer is big in the U S like in the distant future in this world, they created the real steel robots are like the biggest thing on the planet and how they fight and stuff like that. So I thought that this movie was a lot of fun. And I would love to see a sequel to it. I really would love to see a sequel because uh, Hugh Jackman coming back, of course, would be great. But why not? I mean, he he was great in it. The robots were great in it. The story behind the characters were great. And some of the boxing fights were, believe, you know, you believe the fights of the, of the robots because they were just, they were great. Um, Bill, have you seen Real Steel? I remember seeing the trailer, but I've never seen the movie. Okay. It's a pretty fun movie. You get into it with some of the fight scenes in the movie. Um, the way that these bo- this robot boxer comes out of nowhere. Um, it's honestly, it was a fun movie. It was a really fun film. I'm curious why they did not make a sequel yet. It's been 10 years. I'm really surprised. This is, I mean, it made a lot of money at the box office, too, from what I understand, like a decent amount. I made about, uh, uh, we have the internet. Why not use it? <laughs> um, the budget was, they made $300 million at the box office on a budget of $100 million. So it made profit. It didn't make a lot of money, but it did do, it, it did pretty good. I mean, on the box office, I mean, it, <laughs> look, the plot says in 2020. <laughs> they did not know what was coming in 2020. Well, listen, just because robot boxers were in 2020, that gives you some sort of positive outlook there. Uh, human boxers are replaced by robots and the guy, the, the Hugh Jackman plays this guy named Charlie. And honestly, I really, this, this was a fun movie. I really hope that they do make a sequel to it. Um, Sean Levi did such a great job. Uh, oh, it also says it was also, the film was based on a short, short story steel written by Richard Matheson, which is, which was originally published in the May 56 edition of the magazine of fantasy and science fiction and later adapted into a Twilight Zone episode. How about that? Oh, that's interesting. I got to find out what episode that is. I got to watch it. It's called Steel. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. It was, it it, it says it received mixed reviews from critics, uh, formulaic plot, blah, blah. But honestly, it was a fun movie. I liked it a lot. It was funny. But in 2020, my God. If the I'm, irony, the irony. The irony is that this film took place in 2020 and it's 2021 and, you know, not, not much changed for 10 years. So, <laughs> but the robots were great. I thought the toy robots, the, the ro- like the box- boxing robots were really great. And Hugh Jackman, of course, Hugh Jackman is great. He's a phenomenal actor. I love him a lot. Um, but yeah, real steel. Hopefully we get a sequel at some point. Maybe it'll be set in 2025. Who knows? <laughs> um, Bill, are you ready for my last pick? And this one might cause a little bit of controversy, but in a good way. And I heard somewhere on the interwebs that this movie was going to happen. A sequel to Twins. Twins. No, no, not like Twins. Twins, the movie from 1988. It's a comedy with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito, and they are twins by birth. It's hysterical. 
what was going to happen. I, I still hold that hope for this. I still hope that we get a sequel to this. Hear me out and here's why. They were going to make a sequel. The word has it they were talking to some Ivan Reitman, the director, who'd also directed Ghostbusters um, and uh, Father's Day with uh, Robin Williams and um, uh, Billy Crystal. But he's a comedy director. And he, word has it, that he got in touch with some film executives. And he said, hey, let's make a sequel to Twins, but let's call it Triplets. Who's the triplet, you might ask? Eddie Murphy is the triplet. Interesting. That to me sounds so like it's one thing for like, you know, like we talked about like Top Gun having a sequel 30 years later. We're like another movie having a sequel 30 years later. This one might work with like Vincent, the twin brother. I have missed my Vincent, you know, whatever. But like Eddie Murphy coming in as the triplet, that could be a very interesting film to see. And Eddie Murphy's career, he was hysterical. I just wish they could bring him back in some capacity. That could be a vehicle for it. Um, because I think he's a comedic genius. I really do. But twins doing triplets, having like, oh my god, like Vincent, we have a tw- another brother. His name is I don't know. <laughs> Eddie Murphy is the is the triplet. And obviously that's hysterical. That concept to me is very funny. Um, I think that twins could get a sequel easily if they had the right script, the right producer, and the correct director and Arnold's got to come back. Danny DeVito's got to come back and bring Eddie Murphy out of retirement, whatever he's doing and make a sequel to twins and make it triplets. Bill, you see, you look like you're hating on me right now. No, I've never even got like at the movies you listed. I've never seen. Oh my God. I'm sorry. (laughs) I tried. I I, I really thought about this one. I was like, yeah, this, this, this this could be good, but I've heard of, I've heard of this. Okay. It's, it's an, it's a film from 1988. So, I mean, having these guys come back as Vincent and Julius, you know, that'd be pretty funny. But uh, I, I, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito does sound funny. I, it, it, I, I thought it was funny. The comedy was very funny. But, like, because think about it, they're twins, but they don't look alike. Like, it's, it's a funny premise. Um, but having a sequel to Twins be triplets with Eddie Murphy as the triplet, that could be something. I think so. I really think that could be something. Um, what do you think about that idea? Like of having like having like Julius uh, uh, having Vincent and Julius having having another another brother, but instead it turns out it was Eddie Murphy. What do you think of that? <laughs> I think that would actually be pretty funny. I mean, hey, like thirty, where were you our entire life? You know, <laughs> you know like it, it could be really funny. I think I think this could be good if they did it appropriately and look what has it that they were going to do a twins sequel called triplets with eddie murphy i i I kid you not i heard about this somewhere in 2013 um whether the film is dead or not i have no idea triplets yeah that's what i'm talking about triplets will they do it i really don't know i mean apparently arnold is signed on uh, the release date is TBD, but Arnold and DeVito are both um, on to do it if need be. And Mur- Eddie Murphy is supposed to be the third brother in a sense. I think, like, honestly, the thing is, you can do this. Uh, the, the, what you want to be careful of, though, of course, is having um, 
it's a 30 year later kind of premise. Oh, like Vincent and Julius are already living their lives as brothers, whatever. Like whatever the events were in twins, I, I forget what they were off the top of my head. But like having the events of twins roll into triplets and like, oh, I'm I, I'm whatever they want to call it. like I'm I'm whatever they want to call the Eddie Murphy character. Like that could be really funny. I, I think it'd be I, I think that twins, this whole triplets thing can work if only they do it right. Because let's face it, we, 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 Top Gun Maverick looks amazing. It could still suck. Um, I don't want it to suck because it's a 30-year-later sequel. Ghostbusters 3 is happening, so why don't we have a twin sequel? Just saying, everyone. So, But, Bill, I mean, what do you think? Triplets with Eddie Murphy? I think it could work. Like, I haven't seen twins, so I can't really speak to the matter. Uh-huh. But I think that could work. I mean, it, it could revitalize Eddie Murphy's career, to be honest. You have someone because you have another actor who's completely over the top. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and the whole chemistry between the three of them would be really funny, in my opinion. I think that could it would totally be a work. fun film to watch. It definitely would. So Matt Hamsley's in the chat board. Welcome. Matt Hamsley. Welcome back, buddy. Long time no see. How? Hopefully all is well, Matt. Hopefully it's all as well, buddy. We haven't seen you in a while. We missed you. Um, yes. But yeah, like I said, yeah, twins. Matt, do you have any movies that you think deserve a sequel? Matt, what movie deserves a sequel? Let us know in the chat room, please. But yeah, like I said, twins into triplets. Anything's possible, in my opinion. Anything's possible. Bill, what do you think about my picks? My four picks of uh, Man from Uncle, Real oh. Steel, Incredible Hulk, and Twins. I think those are very interesting, but like I said, most of them I hadn't seen, so I can't really make a fair judgment, but I think those are good ones. Are you ready for mine? I am ready for you when you are ready. Okay. The first one already has a sequel, but I think it could end up as a trilogy. Okay. And that is one of my favorite movies, Gremlins. I thought you might say this. And I talk about this with the reboot thing, and it kind of, I kind of botched it. In all honesty, um, I would say because um, there has been talk that there was going to be a Gremlins three. Yeah, but I don't know. I think I could be wrong. I heard that they signed on to it, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Let me let me look it up if that's going to be true. Um, I think this would have some advantages and disadvantages because. Yeah, okay. talk to me. Because the thing is, what tone would you set? Would you set it with? Mm, okay. Like what tone would you set it with? The, the problem is with the tone is because the first one is sort of basically a horror comedy correct and does tend to be very and does tend to be scary ish while the second one doesn't take itself too seriously and tends to be more of a satire That's um, true. and you know like what that's that's what i think the big problem would be is if there is a gremlins three what what's the tone going to be is it going to be more dark is it going to be more screwball comedy what's it gonna be i mean maybe it could be they could try and do a nice blend of both who knows yeah and you know what like they've been talking about this for years of doing a gremlins three yeah that's been one of those like but 
And like, here's why I think there's a hint that they might do it. Um, HBO Max is releasing a Gremlins prequel show called Gizmo and the Secret of Magua. Correct. So that, I don't know if that's going to be help set. It's supposed to be a prequel from when Mr. Wing, the, um, the Gizmo's original owner of how he met him and probably it's going to end up to when the first gremlin starts. So I don't know if that's maybe going to set something up. Mm-hmm. And I, anything's possible. If that's maybe going to set something up for gremlins three. And then I've talked about this before. There's a, and I know this may sound silly, but there's a Mountain Dew commercial. You talked about this. Yeah. I've talked about this before. Sorry. You got to hear me talk about it again, but it's all good. Zach Galligan is there with um he's sitting there with gizmo gizmo looks like he's a freaking thousand years old um and he's like do you want some of my mountain dew try it is tasty and he goes just be careful gizmo careful and then it spills on him and then the balls start coming out and he starts multiplying and then um and then Billy, who is Zach Galligan's character, his daughter comes out. It goes, Dad, mom wants to know. And he she has a magwa sitting on her, sitting on her um shoulder, goes, Oh no, not again. <laughs> so I don't know if that's because I've watched it a bunch of times on YouTube and people go, This has got to be a setup for Gremlins 3. A- anything's possible. It's gotta I, I be a do. setup for Gremlins 3. Yeah, I hope like, they do. But you know, like, but the thing is like. I hate to say this. If they're going to do it, you know what they got to do. What? I'm sorry, Gizmo. I love you. You are so freaking adorable. But I think they might have to kill Gizmo off. Ouch. I'm sorry. They might have to do that. I mean, hey, anything's possible. I mean, if they... Ooh, that, that, that's a tough one for the, for, the, for the audience, if you think about it. Oh, that would hurt. Trust yeah. me. That Because look at him. Look at that little bastard. He's adorable. He's so freaking cute. Look at him. He is adorable. Gotta love Gizmo. He's so freaking cute. And like one of my favorite scenes it's from the first one is when Stripe, when, you know, the gremlins, when he goes, when he goes up to Gizmo. Okay, I might kill my voice doing this. Damn. Gizmo. Kaka. And just, mm, mm, I don't even know what the hell that means, but right, right, right. Anyway, um, but I would really like to see a Gremlins three. Is it gonna happen? I don't know. I really don't know if that's gonna happen. And like I said, there's they're kind of maybe hinting at it because with the Gremlins and the Secret of the Magua. Like, are, is, are, is that, even though it's a prequel, again, are they possibly going to set something up? Right. And, you know, with, again, the Mountain Dew commercial, is that a hint? Hey, remember that maybe, uh, I can't believe I'm thinking, I'm thinking too deep about a freaking soda commercial, but, but do you think maybe that could be a little bit of a teaser? Like, are we going to do it or are we not? Is there going to be a Gremlins 3? Isn't there? What are we going to do? Yeah, I don't blame you there. So, yeah, I would like to see a um, Gremlins 3, but we got to see what happens. Um, 
Yeah, we got to see what happens, guys. Yeah, okay. What's your next pick? The next one, and I'm stuck in the 80s on this one. E.T. Interesting. Because I was, I'll be honest, I was kind of reading up on some stuff because I never thought of what movies really need a sequel. And then someone said E.T. I'm like, okay, that could be interesting. Like, it definitely could be, you know? Elliot. Maybe have him come years later. And maybe Elliot is now grown and has a family of his own. Maybe you can do that. And he has to save E.T. again. But you're like, here's the thing with sequels. Uh, the problem with sequels in general is either that they are too close to the original or they stray too far away from the original. Yeah. I think, you know, I think what we could do is, you know, again, set it years later, Elliot has a family of his own. E.T. comes back. He needs to save him. Or have E.T. go evil. Yeah. And Elliot's trying to get him back because in the original screenplay of E.T., E.T. was supposed to be the bad guy. That's right, yeah. And you know who told me that? Who told you Our that? Our dear friend, Justin. Ah, Justin. What a guy. Oh, we, we wish he was here tonight, but, you know, tonight we had to do this earlier, and Justin's not free until later, so. Unfortunately. We That's had okay. to, you know. But you, you, you two are going to take over for next week, and I'm, we'll explain that at the end of the show. We're going to explain that later. Don't worry, there's not some... Movie Holics has bought out the Super Review Show. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but anyway, um, I would I would think that would be an interesting, you know, set it years later, maybe have him come back as like the bad guy. I don't know. What if I told you that they are, they had at one point they were talking about that? And what do you mean? Like a sequel, DT. However, ET. This is this is this is full. This is on the internet. Just letting you guys know, they were going to talk. They were talking about doing an ET sequel with ET coming back to Elliot, but there would be an alien, another alien, a race of aliens who were bad aliens coming with him, following him to Earth. If you know what I mean. Yes. To me, that doesn't sound super appealing. It sounds interesting. It doesn't sound super appealing to be honest with you. I would. I'd be fascinated to see that. But will it happen? I mean, the guy from who played ET is like probably in his forties or fifties now. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? But I um, how old he is? I, I, I don't even. He was in like one movie. He was in ET, and that was it. Um, oh, he's one of those. Yeah, he's in one of those. But I, I don't know. Like he, yeah, Henry Thomas was in one movie, and that was it. Henry, so, what was his name? Henry Thomas. That's the actor's name. He was in like one movie and he was, that was, he was really in a few others. He was in a few others. Okay. Yeah, but I think those were more minor roles. Probably, yeah. Um hold on, I want to see. Um yeah. Oh, I mean, he was actually in one of my favorite movies, Gangs of New York. Um oh. Well, he's in Le- Legends of the Fall too, huh? How about that? I didn't know that. Yeah, so 
Oh, he's, he's the dad in that Netflix show, Haunting of Hill House. How about that? Yeah, because you know what? Who knows? They may make a sequel to these 80s films like E.T. or Gremlins because 80s nostalgia is becoming very profitable. Very. Like with um, what we've been seeing with um, Stranger Things. Yep, it's, it's set in the 80s, so. Such as things like with Stranger Things and also um, what else? Also, what we saw a few years ago with the movie Ready Player One that has a lot of 80s references. So Pixels, as bad as it was. 80s nostalgia. Yeah, I mean, it's there. It's very profitable. So who knows? They may, may a, make a sequel to... They may make a sequel to... Um, E.T. They may make a sequel to Gremlins. Like, Gremlins 2, yeah. Like... Who knows? Like, I mean, the fact that we're getting Ghostbusters three says something. So, it really does. It really does say that we're getting a Ghostbusters three because they're gonna they're profiting on this, folks. They are profiting on this. It's it's recognizable properties. It's familiar titles. It all makes sense. I have um, um I have two more. What do you got, um, Bill? What's your next pick? Okay, one is um okay. This is kind of a cop out. Okay, but. What would you say to, okay, this has already, this is a sequel that's already been made, but I think there, there needs to be a redo. So and a remake of a sequel. A remake of a sequel. Um, ooh, there's something I could talk about in a minute. Um, sorry, I was going through a list. Um, but Yeah, what do you got? Okay, but let me focus on what I think a sequel that needs to get a mulligan. We're going to the wonderful world of Disney and Pixar. Oh boy. And I think this sequel needs a mulligan and that is the Incredibles. Do tell. Um, the Incredibles too, because here's what, and, and we've, I think it was Eric who brought it up during our um, overrated movie discussion. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, and you know what, and I'm going to repeat the points I said then, um, how about, um, the problem with Incredibles 2, the reason of how they made it was it just picked off from where the first one left off. Correct. And you know, the thing is, if it was like maybe a couple, a year or so later, okay, fine. But this was like, I don't know. Um, this was like 14 years later. It was. I think if you're going to go that far, you can't just pick up from where you left off. I agree with that. I see that. I would say go into the future. Maybe have Violet in college or Dash in high school. Yeah. Or or Jack-Jack as, you know, like 9 or 10. Like, I yeah. would say set the kids older. Like, the only voice actor they couldn't get back was the person who did dash because of that point his voice changed and he probably couldn't get into that range that he did in the first one he grew up <laughs> literally basically but um here's the thing um here's the thing with in, with the incredibles i think we can i 
I think maybe that one would have been better like years. I think it would have been better if you said it years later instead of right when it picked off. And I think that would have made a better sequel. I don't know what you think, but. I think what, I, I understand what you're saying. I hear you out. I'm thinking I agree with you, but I also I think, you know, what you could to be fair. I think you could probably re. Not, not you don't want to reboot Incredibles. You don't want to redo anything. What I think you could do with Incredibles is make a third film that is what you're talking about, where it takes place five years in the future. Because they already like like they, the for the second Incredibles film took place directly as the first one left off, but it was 14 years at, at between films. What I think is is that Brad Bird should talk to Disney and Pixar and say, look. I made Incredibles 1 and 2. I think I could do a better job than Incredibles 2. And I, I acknowledge I did a great job with Incredibles 1. I'm going to do a great, I did a pretty good job with Incredibles 2. But I want to redeem myself with Incredibles 3. Hear me out, Disney. Give me $10 million or, or $100 million, whatever you got in the bank. Talk to me, Disney. And say, look, I'm willing to do Incredibles 3, but with the ideas that Bill is mentioning here. I think that if they bring up the, okay, Dash is now in high school. Violet's in college. She's dealing with her own stuff in college. She has to hide her powers, whatever. Dash is in high school now. He has to hide his powers still. There's some reason that, you know, like you put it in the future in a little, like not like, like drastic five year, 10 years. Make it five years in the future. Mr. Incredible is ready to retire, maybe. Who knows? There's, there's three, Disney, call me. <laughs> like, Call Bill at one eight hundred Got Bill. There's a lot of Got Bill. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff right there that we just totally gave you. Where's my paycheck? Uh, yeah. Where's our paycheck? You know, okay. give us five thousand dollars each. We're ready. Okay. You know what? <laughs> but like, this, am I, am I? I'm agreeing with what you're saying. But make it Incredibles three, and then redeem that like quality of Incredibles with the ideas that you're saying and I'm saying. There we go. Yeah. Okay. I got. Two more, okay, because I just thought of another one because I was reading this list online. I'm like, oh, there's an but, idea. But great pick, great pick. Yeah, and well, you know, we're going to stay in Disney for this one for a second. Inside Out. I thought about this, but I'm glad you said it. You know, we, we almost swiped right. <laughs> we almost swiped right. So when are we going for pizza? Well, we're going to go. We're <laughs> are you paying or am I paying? Well, I might have to pay, my friend. Well, you know, because I, I I'm rolling with the dough apparently. Uh, but I'm paying pizza. Anyways, good point. Inside Out, love to hear it. What do you got? Because I I think there's talk that there is going to be another Inside Out. Yeah, I, I heard about that too. I would say you know, mate, because I think why Inside Out was such a great movie was because you know it dealt with the psychology of emotions. Of human beings, yeah. And you know what? Set it maybe year, set it. No, this one, I think you could start like right where the last one picked off. And, you know, it shows that Riley has a crush on a boy, you know, maybe dealing with going through puberty and growing up and having your first crush. Like I said, everyone, he's at 1-800-GOT-BILL. Disney, he, call me. Call him. Tweet this Disney, out. Pixar, call me. Come on. Yeah, listen. He, he has talk he, about he, my fee later. <laughs> Get my very extensive lawyer to talk to you. Just talk to Brad Bird and the creator of Zid Inside Out, and there we go. One eight hundred got Bill. <laughs> One eight hundred got Bill. But I think this movie is just 
yet like set it up like you know again like going through puberty going through your first crush anything's possible with that and like uh, dealing with those type of emotions i feel like um you know can, can i be up can i be up front with you for a sec you could be up front with me for more than a sec <laughs> all right uh this is the first movie i ever saw on a date okay and I, i'm not gonna get into the specifics of it but like hear me out the movie was great like i mean yes it was a date night but who cares like this movie was great good pick bill i'm proud of you yeah or you know or here's another or here's could, another idea they could for, totally do a sequel just saying for like maybe okay and i'm just thinking of this like what? maybe instead of just a sequel what about like make it like an anthology series after the two like maybe okay this may sound strange but everybody please hear me out listen we'll to bill to films or shorts about maybe dealing about how people maybe deal with different maybe like um disorders like emotionally and make it in an animated way like you know maybe have like like, like you know how disney picture does those little shorts for toy story like a shorts or maybe yeah. like a shorts or maybe like a film of like you know this is what the brain is like of someone who has adhd or someone who has Tourette's or maybe someone who has autism. Is that going too far though? For an animated no. thing? Okay, that may sound like I'm going a little too far here, but I just thought it was an idea. No, no, I, you I, feel I like it great if you don't, no big deal. I'm just- No, no but, but I, I like it. I like it personally. I understand where you're coming from, where it could be like, it's because a way of like- The movie is, because here would be my point. God, where's a pen? Oh, here's a pen when I need one. Here's okay. my- point um yeah i just made a really bad joke but anyway the point is everybody deals with brains everybody's brains deals with emotions differently and you know maybe going into someone's brain of how they deal with something like adhd or autism or tourette's like maybe it could show how individual people and you know, and I'm not saying you exactly have to water it down or dumb it down for kids. Right. But kind of make it relatable showing, you know, this is, you know, hey, you're, because it would kind of like start conversations like, hey, your um, cousin who has autism, this is what's going on in his or her brain. Or your brother or your brother or sister who has ADHD, this is what's going on in his or her brain. Mm -hmm. yeah or your friend who has Tourette's same thing um okay you said that might be going a little too far can you elaborate a little bit I I I I am all for bringing awareness to that kind of stuff I really am I really am 100% 100% Bill but my my one concern is that does that go over like the limit if you catch my drift does it go over the like you know maybe what audience be okay what audiences be okay with that type of stuff like like, like in, in a pixar type of setting like with inside out you know what i mean well like here's the thing and i've always said this it, i would say maybe pixar should be consulting experts you know autism experts maybe they should maybe they should be consulting you know people who work with kids who have adhd mm -hmm. and like i think 
again, I don't think you should make it like overtly realistic and give like every single detail. Yeah, yeah. Someone who has autism or someone who has ADHD or someone who has Tourette's, but try to like give the information, show it like an inside out thing. And maybe just, you know, I, again, I don't want to say water it down because I don't believe in watering or dumbing things down for kids because yeah, believe it or not, people, kids are smarter than we give them credit for. Um, That's very true. Yeah, kids are smarter than we give them credit for. Um, but I would say try to make it relatable. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, because the original premise of Inside Out was how everyone deals with emotions, how everyone deals with their brain, how everybody's brains handle it. Correct. Maybe dealing it with, you know, maybe showing how people handle with different disorders. Maybe that's, maybe some people are going to be tugging there. Maybe some people are going to be tugging their collars and like, okay, this is really inappropriate. But I think maybe sometimes we need to feel a little uncomfortable because, you know, I'll make this one last point here because, for instance, Sesame Street, they introduced a character who had autism. Right. That started some conversations. Or if you want to go back even further, I want to say like in the 2000s, maybe late 90s, they had they introduced a character who, who was HIV positive. True. And they that did raise some eyebrows. Yeah. But I think maybe they need to make things like this again, make it relatable, but don't dumb it down. Absolutely. Don't water it down. Because again, kids are smarter than we give them credit for. Um, so I would say, yeah, that's what I would say from, but yeah, I would say make an, inside out you know dealing with emotions and hormones and crushes and then maybe consider a series about maybe a short film series about people with different mental disorders or different developmental disorders just thought i know that was a little long-winded but you're fine you're fine yeah okay so here was one that i actually just saw on that list and i'm kind of iffy about this one but yeah what's your next pick Edward Scissorhands. Interesting. Like I Interesting just saw thing. this in the, the list that I was reading. Like maybe I I'm not exactly sure because I think the film's ending is perfect. Mm-hmm. And maybe um here's maybe what we can do. Maybe years later set it as um why noah rider's character have you ever seen it or i have yes why noah rider's character who tells who is now an old lady throughout the movie she's telling the story to her granddaughter like you you could do that yeah like well no that was in the that was a plot of the original she was telling the story to her granddaughter right my bad yeah and like if you remember the ending, she was, you know, the granddaughter was saying, but grandma, is he still up there going? He is, he's immortal. He'll live forever. And then 
and then me and then he goes on about like do you want to see him and going no i i'm old now i want him to remember me as i was young and beautiful and mm -hmm. going do you is he still up there going i know he's still up there because it never snowed before he came and now it's snowing and i would say okay this may sound a little sad how about this why kim who is Winona Ryder's character as an old lady? She's dying. Not Sorry, bad. we're getting we're getting a little dark here. No, you're, you're I. It's okay. <laughs> She's dying, and her granddaughter remembers all the stories that she used to tell her about Edward, and maybe set it up as the daughter, the granddaughter's going up to where Edward is. To find him. Yeah. And say, Edward, my grandmother's dying and she wants to see you mm. one more time. And then again, I, I haven't wrote a whole treatment, folks. I'm not <laughs> I wrote a screenplay, but but <laughs> but anyway, have Edward come down and and okay we know diane weiss's character is probably deceased at this point uh-huh because again why know a writer's character has a granddaughter so um so i think diane weiss's character is no longer with us neither is alan arkin's character but yeah maybe have edward calm down and Kim is laying on her bed and says, Grandma, someone's here to see you. And it's Edward. And you have my attention. <laughs> and this is okay, pretty sad ending, but Kim's about to take her last breath. And she goes, Edward, hold me. And then again, a throwback to the first one goes, I can't. Mm. And then Kim passes away. And or or here's another idea. Okay. Have Kim die in the beginning of the film. Kim's granddaughter go up to see Edward. And then this may sound a little strange, maybe edward and kim's granddaughter maybe start developing a relationship hmm, okay i don't know what you think about that okay this is said a few years after the film because before anyone gets any weird ideas we don't allow weird ideas here get your minds out of the gutter but amen set it maybe year set it maybe years later Mm -hmm. and when maybe kim's granddaughter is maybe like a older teenager or a young adult and and maybe kim's granddaughter and edward form some sort of relationship maybe you can do that um i actually literally just thought of this a few minutes ago thanks list i randomly read online um but um, yeah, who's 
But as you know, as Abraham Lincoln once said, don't believe everything you read on the internet. <laughs> he didn't say that. He did not say that. That's a fake quote. Um, oh, God. All right. <laughs> anyway, what would you think of that as an Edward Scissorhands sequel? Mm. Be honest. We're all f- friends here. I'd be open to it. I'd be open to revisit. Would Johnny Depp have to come back? What was that? Would Johnny Depp come back? That's up to him. That's true. I'm just wondering. If you if Johnny Depp wants to come back. Yeah, that's true. Um, um I, I think if, but you know, I because I don't know if you knew this when that movie was made, Wynoa Ryder and Johnny Depp were actually engaged at the time. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. And uh, as you, they never got married. Um mm-hmm. Ah. Well, I don't know if you'd want Johnny Depp and Wynoa Ryder in the same because I don't know what their relationship is like now. Like, I mean, they they, they could still be like friendly for like, all are they still but... friendly? Like, are they still friends? Or right, right, right. I mean, anything's possible. Um, at this point, but um, anything is possible. <laughs> or 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 are things maybe still a little icy? I mean, it was it came out in 1990, so you're talking about literally 30 years ago. So. I think people people move on. So well, I know Johnny Depp's been married at least one or two more times, and I and Wynoa Ryder's never been married. So true point. True to that. This has been random facts with Bill. But this anyway. has been random facts. Sorry, nice. But maybe there and like I said with Gremlins and the Mountain Dew commercial, because during the Super Bowl there was actually a, I forgot what car it was, but there was actually a. There was actually a commercial that was Edward Scissorhands related. I think I remember this. And um and Wynoa Ryder reprised her character. Oh wow. So I don't know if that's just a random if that's just a random commercial or maybe like with Gremlins with the yeah. Mountain Dew commercial, maybe that's maybe a possible setup. Uh, yeah, maybe, who knows. Because they I don't think they got Johnny Depp back for that commercial. No, probably not. Well, Johnny Depp's a very busy guy. Army matey. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, yeah, I think an Edward Scissorhands, um, I think an Edward Scissorhands sequel would be interesting. And there was another thing I read. Um, JT, have you ever seen the movie Get Out? Is that the one that came out a couple years ago about the two kids in the cabin, yeah. in the house? Matt, you've Matt, you're watching. If have you you've seen Get Out? Do you think that deserves a sequel? Oh, know. this one. Okay, sorry, I was thinking the wrong one. Yeah, I don't know. I just read it online. Um, I haven't seen it, so I can't comment. I don't know if this one could really deserve a sequel or not. I don't know. Maybe. I just read it online. Like it's really good. Right. But- I don't think so. Anything's, but I mean, I doubt it to be honest. With you. Let's go to the um chat board, shall we? Yeah, sure. Matt Hemsley in the chat board. Thank you for commenting, Matt. Even though uh, I wonder whether it would be a sequel to the week, should a Justice sequel, a Justice League sequel, though I wonder whether it would be a sequel to the Weeding Cut or the Snyder Cut. Um, JT, what do you think? Uh, here's what I think about Justice League. I think Justice League, whether it was the Snyder cut, well, this is two, two separate discussions. Uh, I think that Justice League, I saw Justice League in theaters. 
Fair, fair forewarning. I did too. Yeah. I thought it was good. I didn't think it was great looking back at it, but I thought it was. Uh, and then, uh, did I have a fun time with the theater? Yes. The DCEU is moving for, forward hell or high water, and they are excited to do everything possible moving forward. Now, that being said, I would love to see another Justice League movie because it's still the Justice League. Because, and you know what? Make a sequel to Justice League in five years when the DCEU has finally rebuilt itself. And on top of that, you have other characters in the Justice League besides Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Cyborg, Flash, and Aquaman. But throw Green Lantern in there. Throw, um, throw Martian Manhunter. Throw Shazam in there. You know, like bring out a couple of other characters in there to help out the JLA. Um, I, I'm all for that. The Justice League great again. Jesus Christ, Bill. God damn it. Sorry, Matt. I th- sorry. I, I, that was just... We're, anyway. We're past all that. <laughs> uh, I think, but Justice League, though, I think, look, they, they really botched a lot of stuff in it. But could they redeem themselves with the Justice League, like, subtitled Dark Side coming? Or that's a terrible subtitle. But, like, Justice League, the coming of Dark Side. Like, Justice League doomsday or i don't know you know what i mean like some sort of threat that could take them on but now that since we've had the snyder cut you know fans are asking for the snyder verse Zack snyder man what a guy he he he's directing and he directed the snyder cut i have still haven't seen it but because i would love to see it it's just it's four hours i have no the movies movies don't have a length to me it's whatever the best fit of it is personally but justice league 2 you gotta have that i because the brand name is so recognizable and if you make a justice league sequel to the snyder cut throwing something out there if you make the justice league 2 um the revenge of blah 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 uh, uh steppenwolf whatever it was like i think because the, the name Justice League is so perfect. Like, it, it was like, I waited a long time to see, I waited a long time to see the Avengers, but I waited even longer to see Justice League. So um, I, I have that going for me. But in reality, I would love to see a JLA sequel, a, J, a JL sequel. Um, maybe, you know, throw Shazam in there, throw Black Adam in there. The Rock's playing Black Adam in a Black Adam movie. So, Come Maybe, on. Yeah, like I get what you're saying. Expand it a little bit. Just add, a, add literally add three more characters. Add Shazam, add Green Lantern, and add what's the last one? I think I couldn't think of it. Um, Martian Manhunter. And uh, uh, Shazam, Green Lantern, Martian Manhunter. There's your new Justice League that takes on an even bigger threat. Like, I don't know, Mark Strong Sinestro comes back from Green Lantern. <laughs> like, who knows? <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, it, anything's possible. I think Shazam joining the JLA would be great. Because uh, like it's, it's it's Shazam, come on! Uh, Green Lantern joining them, I thought that'd be great. I don't know. There's untapped potential with DC at the point at this point in the game, and I think that anything is possible with them uh, if they do it right. And you hear me, Warner Brothers? Don't fuck this up. <laughs> like I hate to say it like don't that. Don't bring but... back. Don't bring back filmmaker slash professional asshole Josh Whedon. Uh, thank you, Bill. <laughs> Um, like Cyborg was great, Flash was great. I loved Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman's dynamic. I really did. So hear me out. I really think that Justice League deserves a sequel. Bottom line, Aquaman was great. Come on, like I, 
I think that JLA needs to redeem itself in another sequel, another film in general, besides the, the Snyder Cut going to directly to HBO Max, if you know what I mean. I think that they should definitely redeem itself with another JLA film. So that's just my opinion. Matt Hamlin, good job bringing that up. But honestly, it has to be a sequel to the Snyder Cut because the Whedon Cut was not that great. Yeah, because the, the Snyder Cut kind of did set more things up. Yeah, I, I didn't see it yet because I, I haven't gotten around to it. Forgive me. Shame! God damn it, Bill. Um, any other any other films that deserve a sequel? The last one we discussed was Justice League. You got anything else, Bill? Um, random thought here. What would you say to a Willy Wonka on the Chocolate Factory sequel? No interest at all. Forgive me. Well, I know they talked about it, but just no, no interest in my opinion. Well, guess what? I don't think they're. I don't think it's even going to be made anyway. Okay, there because, wasn't. Well, I know they're making a, a prequel. Yeah, but but with the sequel, because you know. Roald Dahl hated the first Willy Wonka, the original Willy Wonka on the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Because there's actually a sequel called Charlie and the Glass Elevator. Yeah. And and Roald Dahl's estate is upholding his wishes and denying Warner Brothers film rights to Charlie and the Glass Elevator. Dang. Well, uh, who knows? Yeah, let's. You know what? Maybe it's better we don't do that. <laughs> Let's not revisit Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, Matt Hemsley brought up one more. One, we'll do this as the last one for the night. Okay, Matt Hemsley. Matt Hemsley is on the ball tonight, folks. School of Rock. Yes, yes, that would. And I get a fuck one. yeah. Okay, hell yeah on this one, Matt Hemsley. Thank you so much, my friend. Matt Hemsley coming in. Maddie Hemsley coming in the clutch tonight. Giving us the clutch for the last topic of the night, man. Jesus Christ. MVP. Hell yeah. MVP. 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 Um, Dude, anyway, um, that was a great, great suggestion from Matt Hamilton in the chat board. Yeah, School I, of Rock with Jack Black. I could see that, actually. He, he comes out of, like, not, not retirement, but, like, he comes back to teaching another school. You bring back Miranda Cosgrove. She came back already, you know. Yeah, well, she's busy on iCar on the new iCarly, so that's a fair point. I'll give her that. So, but um, anyway, um, yeah, because I don't know if you would bring back the other kids because I think I heard like one of the kids actually just recently passed away. Oh shit! Okay, never mind. But, but um, yeah, the rest of them, I could see that. I could see that, like maybe him going to some other school, but like. It, it could have its pros and cons. Like, again, the problems, two prob two common problems with sequels. And Matt, I don't mean any disrespect here, buddy, but um, sequels are either, they're either too close to the original or they just stray too far. Correct. And I feel like if you go have them in another school, it's just going to be too close to the original. Right. You'd have to make it like, you have, you'd have to come up with a completely different premise. To have him have the Jack Black character just, you know, I think anything's possible. I really do. Like, but maybe have the school closing down and he's getting the kids who are now adults. It could be the classic, you know. The class reunion. <laughs> it could be the, the classic class reunion and maybe have, you know, but it's kind of like how a lot, a lot of those kids are now, are now grown up. Here's a good idea. Are now grown up. Maybe they're. Let me just finish this and I'll get to you back. But okay, um, go, ahead. go ahead. Like maybe have a lot of them grown up. Maybe have a lot of them. 
you know, a lot of them are now maybe married and have kids of their own. Maybe that'll be interesting to see. Maybe. Um, let's hear it. Maybe Jack Black could come out of his own retirement. He like he's he's all washed up at this point. He's like, man, if only I could do that again. He comes and plays for their graduation from college. <laughs> or here's the idea. Matt, if you have any ideas for the sequel, tell us. Yes. Tell us, tell us. Um but anyway, maybe have maybe like have um Jack Black's about to lose his apartment. Mm-hmm. And maybe he's trying to get all those kids back together. To raise to money? Com- to raise money to save his ass. That that could be funny. I like that idea more. And like maybe, you know, you know, but okay, when did this movie come out? 2003? Three. Okay, so on average, they're like in what fifth grade, so they're like 10. So they gotta be in like their late 20s, maybe early 30s at this point. Yeah, probably. And you know, maybe have a lot of them reluctant, reluctant to do it. Cause you know, maybe because at this point, a lot of them have gone to college, grown up, have family, yeah. got married, have families of their own. And they say, hey, listen, that was fun when we were kids, but it's kind of like the you know, grow up, stay young dichotomy. Yeah, like, definitely. Hey, buddy, that was fun when we were kids, but we're grown up now. Right. We, we're, we have we have jobs, we have families to support. We can't do that anymore. And then Jack Black being the classic, well, you're, you're never too old to rock. <laughs> but um, we're gonna play then, some Led Zeppelin for you. <laughs> and then maybe um, the or- kid who I can't remember off the top of my head, the kid who passed away like okay here's the thing if they do that in the screenplay if they bring him up should they like just flat out have killed him off since the actor is deceased or maybe they should just go oh he moved far away and we can't and we lost touch with him i think you could be be relevant to just say he passed away and passed away but don't don't say he passed away like a motorcycle accident just say he passed away like don't give details yeah kill off the character but even though he died in real life, because I, mean, I hate to relate it to something else, but they, they did that with Cars too. Like Doc, Doc the actual, they had the voice of Doc Hudson died in between Cars yeah, 1 and Paul Cars Newman. 2. So, yeah, Paul Newman. So, Paul Newman died. Um, Cars 4. Because <laughs> Paul Newman died and they just killed off the character. While the hippie who was voiced by the late, great George Carlin, who yeah. passed away around the same time, they just replaced him. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, it's, but yeah. It's a conspiracy, man. <laughs> But maybe um yeah, what kid was that that um I I forget the name of him. Okay, you know what? This is this, there was this thing. Guess what it's called? The internet. Yay, internet! I mean, I would be down for this honestly. You know, Jack Black reprising his role. That would be. That would be so cool. I would flip out honestly. Yeah, because School of Rock at this point, um. Because School of Rock, you know, not just like with the movie, but also, you know, there was a musical, a, a School of Rock musical, too. Yeah, no, I know. That's right. And it was actually written by Andrew Lloyd Webber, the same man who brought us Jesus Christ Superstar. Cats. <gasps> Cats. Oh. oh, not that one. And Phantom of the Opera. Gotcha. Okay. But, um, yeah, like, or, um... So, yeah, like a school of rock sequel could work, Matt. 
it could honest to God work. Um, I'd be down for it. And okay. The actor's name is Kevin Clark, by the way, I just looked it up. Um, okay. Okay. And then maybe dedicated to Kevin Clark. Maybe. Yeah. Just something, and, something for him. Yeah. Cause like you said, in the film, they could just say, Oh, he passed away instead of going into detail. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, a school of rock sequel that could work. I think it could work and it'd be I've- fun. It'd be a fun movie. It'd be fun. Well soundtrack. done, man. Thanks for chiming in tonight. And Good also, he did say on Get Out, he did say that it wouldn't work. And you know what, Matt? I think I kind of agree with you. And yeah. So, anyways, any last-minute thoughts, Bill? Any concluding movies that you want to talk about really quick or no? I think we're good. Well, I, th- I have nothing else to say. I want to thank the good man, Bill Murphy, joining me, as always, on Wednesday nights. Always Bill, a pleasure, my friend. Bill, I have to tell everyone tonight that so it, today is the unfortunate last day for me for three weeks. You're stuck with Bill and Justin for the next three weeks because I <laughs> not there's anything wrong with that. Um, Bill and I, uh, sorry, not Bill. Bill is now the host of the Superview Show on Wednesday nights for Mixed Bag. Uh, He will keep me in the loop on everything going on because I am going on a cross-country road trip. If you haven't already, follow us on Instagram at at the Superview Show. I've been posting stuff like crazy about my trip that I'm leaving tomorrow morning, EST, um, and I am going out west. I'm going out um, to Cleveland, Chicago, St. Louis, Memphis, Nashville, Atlanta, South Carolina, Charlotte, Charlotte, North Carolina, Washington, D.C., and Philadelphia. And it's going to be a fulfilled rock and roll centric soundtrack trip. Uh, I'm very sad that I'm not going to be able to be here on next Wednesday or the Wednesday after that or the Wednesday after that um, to do Mixed Bag with Bill. But, but I'll be uh, here, folks. Don't worry. <laughs> but I am, in- uh, you know, I'm going to. And, you know, I'm going to bring in, um, I think Justin said he's available, so he'll be here if he is, or yeah, he'll get some other people, uh, Matt Hemsley, if you're interested. Bill, I, I'm cautiously, slightly regretting already giving Bill complete reign of the channel, but that's okay. Welcome to the Super Review Show, X-Rated Edition. Oh, good God. Anyways, so I want to- Okay, uh, YouTube just shut down the channel, JT. Sorry. Oh no! Oh no! What's going on? What's going on? Uh, all because but, I did a all because I brought that poll in. I did a test on the poll. Don't worry, there won't be any polls. I promise. All because of stripper a sex poll. tape. There will be no stripper polls. No, 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 no polls on YouTube. But then again, never say never. Shut up, Bill. <laughs> no, but in reality, <laughs> everyone. Okay, and I just want to say this. Yes. Um, with us doing this, and we were figuring this out today with um. Zoom and technical stuff. Yes. I'm not the most tech savvy person, folks. Um, all of it might not be live. We may just pre-record it. That's totally fine, Bill. You know that. We may just pre-record it because I because the, when JT was running through Zoom with me today, I we couldn't find a thing to go live. So. Yeah, and so it won't, we had technical difficulty bringing it live to you. For some reason, Zoom is being a pain in the ass. Yeah, but, thanks, Zoom. Yeah, thanks a lot, Zoom. <laughs> but in reality, Bill will be pre-recording the shows for the next week, the next three weeks, um, as he will do. And I, I, I trust you, Bill. Everything's going to run smoothly because I will keep an eye. Everything's going to be fine. I promise. Yes. When JT's away, Bill <laughs> will play. <laughs> 
Oh God! What Be afraid. Be very afraid. Ju- no, Ju- I'm just everything's gonna be no, no. fine bill justin i won't burn the house down i promise i you're oh my god he's like but, the parent leave, he's like the parent leaving the teenage son at home saying okay son i'm gonna be gone for a few weeks don't burn the house down yeah so i will but, not burn the house down i promise. I, I trust bill's judgment i trust his opinions i, tr- I really trust him with this show so like i said it'll probably be pre- it'll probably be pre-recorded uh, and with this, by this time, this episode is already uploaded to Spotify. I, I will have my laptop and I'll be updating you guys as my trip goes on over Twitter and Instagram. Follow us at Superview Show on Twitter and Instagram. Just a plug. And uh, yeah, you can subscribe to this YouTube channel. And Bill, I am putting a lot of trust in you in this one. So let's this, see. That, that could, that is a, this could, this could either be your greatest decision or your biggest mistake. <sighs> I'm kind of okay, scared. Nah, everything's going to be fine. Yes, everything will be I all right. I'm burn the house down. Everything should be fine. Don't worry. Six but, uh, weeks, two weeks later. Hey, JT, welcome home. Uh, I think <laughs> burnt the house down. Uh, I, mean, I mean, my trip wasn't until my trip ends July 30th, but on August 4th, I, as I said in one of my videos recently, I'm going to see Green Day, follow Boy and Weezer on a Wednesday night, so I will not be able to go and do a mixed bag that night. So, Yay, Bill's on there. we're back. The house isn't burnt down. Yay. So, don't worry. But uh, <laughs> I, 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 like I said, I'll keep you guys posted on Instagram and Twitter for all of you who are following us there. And, and I just uh, say, yes. well, guys, like I said, it's going to be me and Justin, or maybe if anyone else wants to join in on the fun. By all means. Um, we're gonna we'll we're we're gonna have some fun the next two three weeks. We're gonna have a good time. Um, I'm gonna do nothing to kick you off of YouTube. I promise. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, like I said, it's most likely going to be pre-recorded. Yeah. Because again, thanks Zoom for being a pain in the ass. Um, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, maybe it'll be live. Maybe it'll be pre-recorded. And also. It's that time. Bill, do you have a podcast? <laughs> I do. And also check out my podcast, the Sports Insanity Podcast. We are on all platforms. Oh, so, yeah. You know, I can't go. Yeah. So, and also, I just realized the next couple of shows, I can do that without you rolling your eyes at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, actually. I'll give you that. Yeah. I'll give um, you that. Yeah. Because there was a part when we had Justin and Justin, um, what happened to Justin? Um, Justin's internet was a little screwy. No, your internet was a little screwy, and it was just me and him going. Anyway, keep going. Goes, Bill, this is the time for you to plug your podcast without JT getting on you. So, Damn it. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah. So check that out. Um, like I said, I'll be here next two, maybe three weeks. So I'll be here with um, I'll be here with Justin or again Matt Hemsley. If you're interested, let me know. Um, yeah, give him a call. Or, you know, or, you know, and we're going to have some fun because that's what this show's about. Having a good time. That's right. No alcohol required unless it's Bill. <laughs> that's so. debatable. <laughs> All right, well, okay, thank, you, thank you, everyone, for watching. You guys are great. Like I said, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. There'll be plenty of live streams from the car on Instagram Live, just letting you guys know. Thank you so much for watching and listening. You guys are outstanding. I will see you all in three weeks. Peace out, everyone. Stay safe.